The word multimedia is the use of a variety of artistic or communicative media using more than one medium of expression or communication. Café is a type of establishment that serves coffee and is known as a place where information can be exchanged. The following is the audio version of the Multimedia Café. Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spees. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. we got a fantastic program in store for you today. We're going to talk with Luke Giever from BBI International. They've got the 2019 Bakken Conference in Bismarck coming around the corner here. Actually, it's this week talks about their transition from a Bakken-centric content focus to Shale Play USA, North American Shale Magazine they're now doing. Luke Gieber, BBI International, they also do a biomass magazine and some AI drone, artificial intelligent drone information as well. All that comes together this week in Bismarck, North Dakota. And we've got Luke Gieber, the editor of the Several magazines put out by BBI International. They're based out of Grand Forks, North Dakota. That's Luke Gieber right here on the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies, and you know what? I think we're going to get right into her here today with Luke Gieber with BBI International and the Bakken Conference 2019. BBI International, of course, most people might know you as the kind of the master of ceremony, the organizer, if you will, for the Bakken Conference. This is, um, well, not the Bakken, is it the Bakken Conference or what, what's what's the name of it? Because um, I know that it was the Bakken Magazine, but now it's the North American Shale Magazine. So I, I apologize. I don't have my notes in front of me. So help me take my foot out of my mouth, Luke. Talk to me about the event going <laughs> sure. on next week. <laughs> sure, sure. As you know, Jason, um, so much happening across the country with um, shale oil and gas. Um, it was, we originally started um, with a magazine out of our publishing and uh, events company based in North Dakota. We first started focusing on the Bakken and then we also branched out uh, with our magazine, uh, Print Digital, to cover the, the whole U.S. Um, and that's called North American Shale Magazine. Our team at that magazine has been um, hosting, organizing, and putting on the Bakken Conference and Expo um, for about five years now at different places in the state. We started on the east side of the state. Um, we've been to the west side of the state. Uh, this year we happen to be in, in sort of uh, central North Dakota there in Bismarck, and so that's where the 2019 event will be. You know, I apologize again, but um, not having my notes totally in order here, but the very similar to, to the path that the, the crude life went on, started in, you know, with a Bakken centric type thing and then realized, at least from my standpoint, I realized a lot of these companies were in a lot of the different shale plays and a lot of the different communities really spoke to the other communities and a lot of the innovation seemed to work in a lot of the different other shale plays. But there was just a little twist of, 
of locality that was needed and that sort of thing. But the broad spectrum was there. Uh, did, did, why did you guys do did, go from the Bakken to the North American shale, I guess? I think for, for some of the reasons you mentioned, uh, certainly, Jason, with um, the link between so many of uh, the different plays, whether it be the Bakken and the Delaware Basin or the Eagleford and the Haynesville and uh, just the, the the major link and connection that was present with all of those, um, combined with just the amount of activity and historic things happening, um, you can imagine as a as yourself um, creating content, especially around a specific sector. In this case, shale, oil, and gas. Um, it's like a kid in a candy store when you look at the amount of things happening first in the Bakken and then in the Permian. And uh, it's been great and challenging, I would say, but uh, great to try and stay up on the new technologies and cover all of the uh, really exciting and unique things uh, that are happening in one play and how they transfer to a different play and, um, you know, how people figure out things with the rock in one play and how they utilize those learnings in a different place so that's kind of uh, why we were able to to branch out and take what we were trying to do and go um, to the broader spectrum on the North American shale scene and you also have that other energy scene I, I know in the past you guys have done some biomass things and that sort of um, leads me to my next question that the energy industry and you figured this out they love all all forms above. They would just like a fair marketplace. Um, do you see a day where you're going to maybe take not not combine them, but maybe kind of cross promote that kind of that um, biomass side of your your events and business and, and editorial content to maybe the oil and gas side, or is that already kind of happening? Well, I think uh, with the, on the editorial side and the print side of things, we we try and keep them pretty focused. Um, as you might imagine, um, someone working at a biomass plant or a pellet mill in North Dakota or Georgia, uh, their main focus is on how to do their job better. And so I think we would we would focus the content in, in the print side of things um, to those specific niches. But um, this year we're actually tr focusing on um, to a little bit of what you're talking about, Jason branching out in, in uh, the, the kind of the content offerings we have at, at, on our event side um, to showcase and bring to light a lot of the different trends and opportunities that are present um, in the overall multifaceted energy industry in North Dakota. Um, so this November we're, we're putting on a, a new event for us called the North Dakota Energy Conference and Expo and it's really playing off of that uh, all of the above uh, energy approach uh, that some people are for and uh, really the reality of, of North Dakota with all of the different opportunities there are for development obviously in oil and gas but also in the um, the bioenergy side of things along with wind and solar there's so many things happening that that as you know you, you kind of see those things in covering the oil and gas industry that it's uh, too exciting to ignore, and that's why we've um, added a new event to, to our lineup this year, like I said, in November 
uh, in Grand Forks, North Dakota, the North Dakota Energy Conference and Expo. Well, I wish you guys luck on that. And, and what you said is true. I mean, you know, a lot of times when you're producing the content like you are uh, as, as an editor of the magazine and as well as other duties, um, and myself, somebody out there gathering content, that you, you almost can see the stars align a little bit sooner than other people, but you don't want to come across arrogant or some intellect or anything. You just want to point out those dots and say, Gee, you know, if you guys could just connect these couple dots here, you could get this. So I'm glad to see you guys are doing that conference. I think it'll go probably pl pl uh, very pleasant. I think, I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised because I think this – uh, desire for all the above is is out there, and um, I haven't seen too many of these out there. So kudos to that. Uh, let's get to the main event topic here, which is the Bakken Expo, the, the the Bakken Conference. This is the fifth annual. You said, yeah, that's correct. The fifth annual, and talk to me about this year's conference. It's in Bismarck, and uh, some of the corporate some of the sponsors you want to mention some of the speakers some of the topics uh feel free to kind of run the gamut a little bit yeah definitely i think the a good place to start is just to talk about um the agenda and what folks are going to talk about it's, it's interesting how much like a um a magazine issue or a, a special report um this agenda for the 2019 Mr. Luke Gieber, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment or two. We're going to take a brief pause. We come back, we'll continue the conversation with Luke Gieber with BBI International and the 2019 Bakken Conference. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. <laughs> this is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? Nothing. You need a raise. Back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, we continue the conversation with Luke Gieber with BBI International and the 2019 Bakken Conference. A magazine issue or a special report, um, this agenda for the 2019 uh, show really kind of had its own themes emerge um, and I was talking about this with our team the other day and it's just been interesting how 
it seems fitting that in a state like North Dakota, where we sort of embrace new technology with things like drones, that um, I think half of the first day of the event is uh, has presentations touching on new technology, big data, um, kind of those trendy words and ideas we hear a lot with drones or data or AI. Um, and we've got speakers coming to talk about work that they've done, um, they can do, or are already doing in the Bakken with things like artificial intelligence to help uh, with automating well sites, um, taking unutilized flared gas to um, power data centers on site um, at a well site in North Dakota. Um, there's also some folks coming to talk about um, some of the work they've done down in Houston and uh, Texas with water hauling supply and uh, implementing blockchain technology and how they're doing that. And so that was one of the major themes that kind of just just showed up after the agenda building process was how the newest of the new technology in the in the quote unquote digital oil field is really um, playing out in North Dakota. What kind of response are you hearing anecdotally, either around your office or from people you interview to people, you know, that, that are out in the field on the whole digital transition from, you know, the AI to just even the human resources department? I, I remember interviews doing with people three years ago, and they were still bucking the horse on, you know, big data in the HR department. I can't imagine, you know, bringing in a drone or an artificial intelligence, but you guys are cutting edge covering this stuff. So uh, what, what, what's kind of some of the early early um, words you guys are hearing? Well, it's definitely been interesting, and I, I definitely understand your sentiment too, Jason, that there, there's always going to be um, certain people that, that don't think certain technology is needed. But when you listen to the companies talk about their technologies, one thing that really stands out is many of them have actual case studies and projects that are already completed that they've uh, performed for clients, whether it be in the Bakken or in the Permian or um, out east in the Marcellus. They've all got these proven track records now where they've already implemented this stuff and they're excited to talk about uh, sort of lessons learned and, and updates or efficiencies gained from uh, whether it be a well site or an office or um, new technical analysis of how to uh, create a better completion design for a, for a long reach lateral. It's been uh, really amazing really to see that uh, maybe in years past when it was more talk, um, there's definitely been more action that's been completed on some of that talk. And, and as you know, in the oil and gas industry, that's really important um, for companies to have that case study data to back up some of the claims that they're making with this stuff. And so that's what it's exciting about the conference this year is all the talks. Um, they have case studies, and I've seen their PowerPoint presentations already, and they they have some really cool graphics to show here's how we implemented this and, and here's the positive change that resulted. Are there any any certain um, speakers to note at this year's conference? I know they're all they're, they're all great and they're all you know bring their own flavor of things but 
you know, is there anybody, you know, you mentioned the AI thing. Is that just, you know, somebody like that is probably, um, probably not very well known at all, you know, type of a thing. So who knows? You guys might be bringing the best one in the world. I'm not even sure. So I'm not even, you know, is there, <laughs> is there a kind of a, some speakers that um, you care to mention? Yeah, definitely. I think if you're talking about AI, we've got um, Brian Arns. He's the director of op optimization for a company called Ambient. And um, just a little under a year ago, they worked with a um, small company um, out of Norway who's since changed their name um, to Equinor, and they worked with them. A uh, small company is obviously a joke. Um, they worked with Equinor in the Wilson Basin on bringing AI uh, to the well site and helping with determining the efficiency of, of rod pumps and, and the stroke length and things at um, the pump jacks. And they're going to talk about that on the artificial intelligence side and how they've been able to help and, and what they've kind of learned since. Um, another company that's done a lot of really interesting work with completions you know those are changing all the time and you know because of new completion designs we hear you know the, the popular talk that fringe areas in in the Bakken are again economical um, because of new completions well there's a company called drill to frack um, with Pascal Reyes Aguirre that is going to talk about um, you know in his own terms how to listen to the rock and why new downhole modeling and information is sort of changing the, the completion strategies of companies and what it's doing. And they've got a unique um, technique of measuring a rock's mechanical specific energy that they use to help sort of determine if a certain portion of a lateral is stimulated, how that'll affect the overall um, completion design and, and uh, optimization of that well. and. And Hill, I'm sure uh, Pasco will go into much greater detail on, on a more technical level, level than I ever could. But um, he'll be a great one too. On the, um, you know, the investment side of things is always really interesting. I think the second day of the show, um, we've got two back-to-back -back speakers that are going to talk about um, the investment side and what Wall Street wants from some of these major Bakken producers now. And we have James Chu, who's um, the chief technical officer and the project production specialist for a company that um, actually works directly with operators to say, hey, here is what Wall Street wants. Here's what the new investor mindset is. And then they work with them to sort of uh, help them figure out how to accomplish that. So when you hear, you know, the terms of free cash flow and operating within cash flow and things like that, James and his team can help people and companies uh, do that. And then uh, one more that I definitely think is worth mentioning, Jason, um, is Nicholas O'Grady from uh, Northern Oil and Gas, and they've—that's a non-op company that participates in a lot of wells in the Bakken, and and they've got a unique history, and they've sort of been revitalized in the last few years, and. The most interesting thing about their company is they have participated um, in, I think, more wells than any non-operator in the Bakken ever has. And um, the amount of data and insight they have to 
Um, a majority of the wells ever drilled in the Bakken is just incredible. And it's it's amazing to talk with them um, just about the things they've learned, kind of the trends that they've seen come and go um, with with operators in the Bakken. And they're going to talk a lot about that and their story and, and sort of why they're, they're so uniquely positioned as a non-op investor for the Bakken. So those are those are definitely some of the, the speakers that, that I'm excited about, for sure. Mr. Luke Gieber, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment or two. We're going to take a brief pause. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Luke Gieber with BBI International in the 2019 Bakken Conference. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. So here's to all of the good thinkers And here's to the lonely drinker But don't you know Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, we continue the conversation with Luke Gieber with BBI International and the 2019 Bakken Conference. I've participated um, and I think more wells than any non-operator in the Bakken ever has. And um, the amount of data and insight they have to um, a majority of the wells ever drilled in the Bakken is just incredible. And it's, it's amazing to talk with them um, just about the things they've learned, kind of the trends that they've seen come and go um, with with operators in the Bakken. And they're going to talk a lot about that and their story and, and sort of why they're, they're so uniquely positioned um, as a non-op investor for the Bakken. So those are, those are definitely some of the, the speakers that, that I'm excited about for sure. How about when it comes to some of the sponsors for the event? Uh, any sponsors you care to mention? Yeah, so we've got uh, a lot of different sponsors this year. We have Boys in Blue, um, Celtech International bringing some new technology along with CP Energy Services. Um, originally, they wanted to bring a major, major um, 
piece of equipment into the uh, event center there in Bismarck, but I think we, uh, as much as we tried, we couldn't handle bringing in multiple semis worth of equipment. That's how, much, that's how big it was, but um, they're going to be there to talk about um, some of their new um, water, sand, oil and gas um, filtration uh, technology that they use in other plays that's really made a big difference in um, getting rid of a lot of the oil field waste. Uh, so that's that's really an interesting one. We've got Veriforce and PEC. And then, you know, it's great to have companies like Troutman Welding and Fabrication who are on the sort of the, the ground level of things, helping to manufacture and, and work on some of the new technologies or just the day-to-day -day equipment needed to to help the Bakken produce, what are we at now, One, 1.2 or something like that, what, however many barrels of oil per day it is, but um, it's great to have companies like that. Well, let's get the rundown of uh, the event as far as the dates, times, locations, anything you want to make sure that gets mentioned so that people have all the right information So for the Bakken conference happened in 2019. Yeah, so we start at Tuesday at 9 o'clock, um, and we've got a really packed schedule the full day. Um, it's a one-and-a-half-day show, Tuesday from 9 to 6.30, um, lunches included. We've got different networking reception breaks. Um, we've got uh, a special barbecue dinner at 5 o'clock um, at the Bismarck Event Center. Really looking forward to that. It's hard to beat some good barbecue. Um, during the, the lunches and the evening reception break, um, we've also got an innovation stage set up for a number of researchers from the University of North Dakota's Petroleum Engineering Department to talk about some of the incredible work they're doing um, with downhole and, and um, uh, surface uh, operations out in the Bakken with um, some of their major partners, some some Bakken operators that everyone would recognize. They're actually going to be talking, I think we have five or six um, speakers lined up to also be talking in the uh, expo floor when um, everyone's walking around talking with the exhibitors and such. Uh, Wednesday, we start at the same time, 9 o'clock, and then we uh, we go till 1.30, and one of the, the nice things we're doing, um, which you and I were just talking about um, kind of a roundtable discussion. Those are always always great to listen to. They're kind of refreshing. You know, no PowerPoints, no uh, prepared remarks. Um, we've got uh, a CEO from an emerging completions company out of Colorado that's doing a lot of work in the Bach, and we have a um, lifelong midstream veteran that works for Chevron and um, a few other speakers lined up to join me on the stage for a roundtable discussion to end the show um, on the expo floor and just really um, talk about some, some big topics, take questions from the audience, and, and give people a chance to kind of participate in an end-of-the-show discussion. They're going to take questions from the audience, huh? Yeah, yep, yep, they're willing to do that, and I think that's good. Um, I'll try my best to uh, reframe those questions if they need to be uh, so everything's appropriate, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it should be. Um, that sounds like a, a fun way to end an event. Um, great engagement. And um, that's one of the things that 
the oil and gas industry has been been doing more of is engagement, and I, I think they need to do that as well, um, engaging with people uh, more and more. So, all right, well, um, you got a website? Yeah, you can find all this information out at thebakkenconference.com. Thebakkenconference.com? Yep, oh. agenda, registration, uh, times, exhibit space, sponsors. Um, everything's on there. If if any of your listeners need any information other than that, they can certainly contact me as well. And that was Luke Gieber with the BBI International and the Bakken Conference 2019. To listen to the full-length interview or to check out other exclusive interviews, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. his wife just trying to make the world a little better you know shine a light people started talking just to hear their own voice those people tried to accuse my father said he made the wrong choice though it might be painful Know that time will always tell. Those people have long since gone. My father never failed. Even when the rain falls, even when the flood starts rising, even when the storm comes, I am washed by the even when the rain falls, even when the flood starts rising, even when the storm comes, I am washed by the water. Even when the earth crumbles under my feet, even when the ones I love turn around and crucify me. I won't ever ever let
Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, coming up next, we talk with Logan Edmondson with Tulsa Two Bending. Logan Edmondson, Tulsa Two Bending. Tulsa Two Bending, Logan Edmondson. Thank you for joining the program here today. Let's talk a little bit about what Tulsa Two Bending is. First of all, Where'd the name Tulsa come from? Are you guys located in Tulsa, or is that just uh, the favorite vacation spot? Uh, Jason, I, uh, I really appreciate you having me on today. Uh, yeah, so we are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That is our one and only shop. And what is it you guys are doing there, tube bending? Obviously, yes, you're bending tubes, but talk to me a little bit about some uh, <laughs> industries and some ways those are applicable. Start out with the oil and gas industry, and then do you guys do other industries, too? Oh, absolutely. So, Jason, our our bread and butter uh, uh, is the oil and gas industry. Um, crude and natural gas transmission pipelines, um, you know, is kind of is kind of where we try to push everything towards. Um, you know, when the market is slow, which, as we all know, it it, it does fluctuate. Um, we do dive into, into other industries. You know, we've done multiple projects for just a few examples. Uh, you know, we've done paper mills we've done field goal posts for uh, college and nfl stadiums we've done done signs for uh, you know highway and and you know text dot o dot i mean you name it there's been there's been multiple projects that are that go outside the oil and gas industry um but yes i mean if if, if there's a if there's a piece of tube that needs bent for any and all projects uh, we are definitely a a go-to person for that. How does that matter, the bending of a tube? So, you know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to oil and gas, um, you know, a line can only go so far before it has to make a bend. At some point, it's, it's got to make a 90, it's got to make a 45, it's got to, you know, heck, make a make an 11 and a quarter bend. Um, you can't always use a fitting in those situations. You know, a lot of times, you know, companies will get an off the shelf, uh, fitting, um, and it just, it doesn't always work. 
Um, so what we do is we actually provide a bend. Uh, a bend has a tangent, which for those that don't know pipeline or bends, uh, you know, tangent is the, is the straight part of a bend. Uh, and then we can actually bevel those ends to where the fit, the bend gets out to the, to the field and you have a string of welders going down. I mean, they can, they can set it up and weld it on the spot. I mean, it's, it's, it's ready. It is, we are a very welder friendly, uh, company. So how many different shale plays are you guys in located in Tulsa? So we ship nationwide. I mean, we've shipped at least one project, uh, in every state. Um, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but I know, I believe it was in either 94 or 95. Uh, we actually bent our 1 millionth bend. So we've done, I mean, I said we've been around since 1958, 61 years. Um, still a family owned company. Uh, Brad Frank, as actually our owner, uh, and then Laura Oski is our is our current president. Um, but roughly sixty employees, uh, very very small company. But you know we've got a, a great team of, of inside sales reps and estimators. Uh, we've got two engineers on staff. I've got a metallurgist on staff. Um, you know we're we're definitely a go to. Um, you know most of our quotes. Um, or quote requests that are sent in are actually answered the same day. And a lot of the times we have, we have customers that get product within 72 hours, which is, I mean, just absolutely unheard of. But, you know, again, back to oil and gas, we're, we're in that industry that, you know, if, if you're on time, you're late, you know, so it's, it's, you've, you've got to have it early. You've got to have it quick. You know, a lot of these, you know, these, these issues that, that come about, you know, they need to be handled, uh, in, in a very timely manner. And that's, that's really what we're known for. And that's, that's what separates us from our competitors. Talking about your customers, you know, we mentioned oil and gas as your bread and butter, but that's, you know, everything from the oil producer down to the cafe owner, really. Um, do you guys have like kind of specifics within there? I, I heard the word pipeline many, many times. So I imagine pipeline people, but uh, who specifically would be your customer? So customer types, I mean, they range from, you know, supply houses to, uh, or, or pipe distributors, um, pipeline contractors, uh, and pipeline owners. Um, that's, that's, that's our typical, you know, typical customer. Imagine the market's pretty big for this. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we did quite a bit last year. Uh, we had the capability to, uh, to do a lot more. Um, you know, as, as this industry is changing and growing, um, you know, there's, there's actually more and more pipelines, uh, that are being designed to, to, it's a, I say a new spec, it's really an older spec, but it's really come to fruition in the past few years. Um, it's called a B16.49, um, and more and more pipelines are actually designed, uh, back um, we are only one of nine people in the entire United States that can produce a bend that meets those specifications. So what's next for you guys? You know, you mentioned uh, Tulsa there, one shop. Um, kind of new, I think I picked up that you guys are relatively new in this market. Seems about ripe for somebody to come in and, and do some new innovative things. So what, 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 what do you guys got planned? So 
couple years ago, we actually invested in a new machine uh, that was shipped over from Germany. You know, for the longest time, um, our size capability really hindered us. Um, you know, we could only produce up to a 27-inch bin, uh, and we could not meet B16.49. You know, so we have a spec that was generated in 1993, and here we are, you know, over 20 years later, still not being able to produce this just because we weren't, we simply weren't large enough. And as we started growing, we realized that we were losing a lot, um, you know, a lot of the, of the business, um, you know, to these other companies that couldn't meet that spec. So our, our owner, you know, made, made a significant investment, purchased this machine, had it brought over, um, you know, had a team of engineers come in, put it together, showed us how to run it. Uh, and we've been, I mean, we've been, doing some amazing things with that machine. Um, we can now actually produce a bend um, uh, that has a 36-inch OD um, and can actually bend up to a 3-inch wall thickness. So, to listen to the full-length interview with Logan Edmondson with Tulsa Tube Bending or to check out other exclusive interviews, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. To check out more information on The Crude Life, like our social media, Go to thecrudelife.com and you can be a part of our ever-growing army of social media enthusiasts, 350,000 people. The Multimedia Cafe is part of the Crude Life Media Network. I should have said that earlier to start the sentence and it would have made a lot more sense. Of course, you folks that are listening to my program, thank you very much here at the Multimedia Cafe. We do appreciate it. And that is going to do it for today. We'd like to thank Luke Giever for coming by today's program and talking to us about the 2019 Bakken Conference and also just how you got to reinvent yourself to stay active and stay, well, I guess, relevant in today's world. So Luke Giever, BBI International and the 2019 Bakken Conference in Bismarck, North Dakota. Also, Logan Edmondson with Tulsa Tube Bending. Thank you very much for coming by today's program. And that's going to do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow at this time on this radio station. For those of you streaming us on the net, or maybe you're downloading one of our podcasts on iTunes or one of the other platforms, we appreciate it very much. From the staff here at the Multimedia Cafe, my name is Jason Spies, asking you to savor life and enjoy the spice. The first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative. The cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects. Groundbreaking. With construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want-
want someone who's competent. You don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio. And if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. 